Hey, are you feeling stuck or overwhelmed by a big problem? Are you not sure what to do about it? Well, a quick game of 10 can might be all you need to get out of your rut. And the best part? You can play it anywhere as long as you've got a few minutes, a piece of paper, and something to write with. Welcome back to Dad Always Told Me, where each episode is a short 2 to 15 minute exploration into the connections I'm finding between creativity, problem solving, and the funny business that is life as a parent. I'm your host, Josh Haraldson, currently a stay-at-home dad, aka problem solver, freelancer, founder, writer, chef, photographer, handyman, and uh, everyday adventurer. And like I said in the intro, today I'm going to share a game I like to play called Ten Can. I came up with this game a while back because I noticed that whenever I'm feeling stuck on a problem or bored, whether that's in my day-to-day life with my kid or in my relationship or at work, I found it's because I'm focusing way too much on what I can't or I'm not doing and not enough on what I can do. And so that's the point of the game. You want to change your mindset from I can't to I can because I can is a phrase full of action. And when you take action, as Earl Nightingale might say, you make progress towards a worthy goal or ideal. All right, so let's start playing a game of 10 can together. But before we start, here's what you need to play 10 can. You don't need much, and even if you're listening to this in your car, I'll bet you've already got everything you need. So here's what you need to play 10 can. One piece of paper. Any size is fine. Heck, use a napkin if you want. Or a dry erase board. Next, one writing utensil of your choice. A pen, a pencil, a Crayola crayon. All good. Finally, 10 minutes to focus. That's it. Now, how many people do you need to play 10 can? Well, usually this is a solo game. So just you, but you can definitely play this with a spouse, a friend, or even a group of coworkers by starting on your own and then sharing the results together. Okay, so now that you know what you need to play 10 can, how do you play? Step one, grab your pen and paper. Now your phone is fine, but there's some extra magic that comes with the physicality of writing. So I recommend going old school for this game. Even better, play it with a dry erase board or a chalkboard while you're standing up. Then step number two, at the top of the page, write down your problem or situation in one sentence. This is your problem statement. And for example, you might say, I can't figure out how to record a podcast every week. Or I'm having a hard time coming up with dinner ideas. Or I'm feeling stuck in my job, but I can't quit. Then here's the magic. Step three, make a list of 10 things you can do to take action on your problem, each starting with, I can. So for example, with the podcast, I can make the average episode be less than 10 minutes. That will help me record a podcast every week. Or for getting stuck on dinner ideas, I can buy a cookbook. And for your job, if you're feeling stuck, you might say, I can start browsing for new jobs for 15 minutes every day instead of checking social media just once a day. And then repeat that nine more times. 
And if 10 items sounds like a lot, because yeah, when you're really stuck, sometimes it can seem hard to come up with 10 things that you can do. Here's a tip to help you out. As long as you start with I can, there are no rules to what can go on the list. Don't let your inner editor shut you down. Don't let reality get in the way. Just come up with ideas because each item can solve a part of your problem or not. They don't even have to be related to the problem or feel realistic. The point is to figure out things that you can do when you're feeling stuck. Again, they just need to be things you can do. If you're feeling stressed about meal planning, you can eat out once a week. Or if you're feeling stuck in your job, you can take a 10-minute walk at lunch to feel less stressed. Heck, I could even write down, I can walk as a reminder that I have things to be grateful for. None of these are maybe directly solving the initial problem statement, but they do help out. And of course, you don't have to stop at 10 either. If you can get in a groove, keep writing. There's nothing wrong with the game of 27 can. Then, to wrap it up, here's step four. Review each item on your 10 can list and see what comes to mind. Are there patterns? Are you realizing that you've been making assumptions about what you can't do? Ask, why did I write this down or or why not? And are you starting to see a whole list of actions you can take? So a great question to ask here is, how is it again that playing this dumb game can help you get out of a rut? Well, when you get bogged down by problems or a feeling of helplessness, a.k.a. I can't, you can forget that progress is fueled by taking lots of little actions. So 10CAN is designed to get you thinking about all of the positive actions you can take, a.k.a. what can you do? Some will be big and some will be small, but in any situation, there are always things you can do. And by writing them down over and over, you force yourself to practice thinking in terms of I can, which is action, progress, and being happy, versus I can't, which is apathy, inaction, and being sad. Now, of course, simply writing things down might not fix anything. You have to take action. But your 10 cans will help you identify places to start where you have more options than you thought or what you need to ask for help with, any of which can be the kickstart you need to get moving. All right, so here's your action step for this episode. As soon as the episode's over, play a game of 10 cans. You can pick anything that's stuck in your brain. It could be big, like, I hate my job, what do I do? Or silly, like, I'm bored with my living room or home gym. I just want to make it look better or maybe even tasty. I don't know what to do for lunch today. The point is to practice thinking in terms of I can. You'll find that the more you play the game, the better you'll get, and the more natural it'll feel to think this way in every area of your life. So good luck and happy practicing. You can do it. All right, so that's it for this episode. Thanks again for listening to Dad Always Told Me. I'm your host, Josh Haraldson, and whether you've listened to all of them or this is your first episode, I really appreciate it. And if there's anything in this episode or the show so far that's helped you out, can you help me out by sharing this with one person? Just send them an email or the next time you see them say, hey, check out this dumb show I've been listening to called Dad Always Told Me. Give it a listen. 
as a new show, word of mouth is super helpful. And then you and your friend have something else to talk about. I mean, that's a win, win, win. And hey, if you're already talking to them, why not also tell them to go to dadalwaystoldme.com and sign up for my newsletter too. And remember, don't quit. Make it easy.